and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your host, Know It All and Resident Movie Buff, Zach Kuya. And I collect spores, molds, and fungus. I'm Emily Coffin. Yes, it's 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 the best <laughs> one in the Can whole I say, movie. I didn't realize I've seen Ghostbusters before, but I forgot that's what that... Because that sound has been making its rounds on TikTok it's on lately. TikTok. And I didn't realize that was what it was from until it started. Yeah. <laughs> she starts doing the whole, the whole, I think it's a wonderful way to spend your time. Some people think I'm a little too intellectual. I also play racquetball. <laughs> Do you have any hobbies? Do you have any hobbies? I collect sports, molds, and fungus. molds, and fungus. <laughs> and then they just cut to a new it's scene. So that's funny. it. It's just like, and we're done with that. And anyway, that's all that is. Somehow that's that, that, that on the that. end of the scene. It's amazing. It's so I good. love it. I forgot how much I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a long, long time, but I do love this it's movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the, the good movie in question is Ghostbusters. Well, we Ghostbusters. I think that's a new record for the fastest we've actually said the title of whatever we're talking about in an episode. Remember way back in a past life when we actually used to start the episodes by talking about the movie that we watched and not just Barely. Some I feel like I'm not, I'm not the same woman anymore. <laughs> there was a time when we Once would upon go, hello time. and welcome, and here's the movie and this we is watched, what we're ta- and that would be it. And then we realized, <laughs> hey, it's in the title of the episode. They know what they're in for. They're they clicking on it. Second. They know what's there. We'll get there, okay? <laughs> we'll get there when we get if there. If you sense tiredness you in my aura today... You are correct. I am mm, working same at a professional theater company again, which woo, that's fun. Uh, it but is. it is our very it is the very first tech week I have worked on since the pandemic began oh so long ago. Um, so it's hitting me like a truck. I literally turned this movie on earlier and then fell asleep about forty five minutes from the end. And then woke up an it's hour like later rude. to just a different movie playing, and I got really confused for a minute because I because <laughs> it felt like I had just like dozed off for a minute or two, uh, but it was like uh, like for a second I had to be like, wait, is this Ghostbusters? <laughs> is it? Is this? I don't even know what it was. It was something really, really random I'd never heard of. Funny. I was like, is this just a scene I forgot? Are these people that I forgot were in this? There's a bunch of new characters yeah, in the last every, half hour. The whole of Ghostbusters. cast was different. But it wasn't Lady Ghostbusters. It was just very different people. <laughs> and also, they never talked about ghosts once. I I was very. Stop talking about it ghosts. It seemed a little the misleading the title of, of that movie where they bust ghosts. They did not one ghost it's was weird. busted. Right at the end of Ghostbusters, they start doing a plot for like a half an hour where Colin Firth plays a king with a stutter, and like that's just <laughs> what they do at the end of the movie. I don't know why. It's very avant garde. I don't know why Mor- that was their Morgan pick. Freeman gets let out of prison at the end, and then like it gets really <laughs> sad. I was yeah, not prepared also, for like, that. The like, okay, so I finished Ghostbusters, but then like right at the end of the movie, I totally forgot that Robert Downey Jr. like sells <laughs> weapons to people, and then he gets kidnapped. <laughs> In the Middle East somewhere. And then he builds, like, a robot suit. Did you remember that Iron Man was in Ghostbusters? I, no, I rem- I never remembered at the end when they, like, look up and there's just the Statue of Liberty and it turns out they were on Earth the whole time. Like, I thought that was really well established that we were in New York. But I, apparently that was a really big twist. I guess That's I'm just smarter surprise, than other yeah. people because I caught on really quick. It's weird. I, I just, like, I always forget that at the end of Ghostbusters it just starts playing my Snapchat memories <laughs> and like videos of myself. 
And I don't. I guess I was watching it on my phone, and I'm not used to doing that. So maybe there's like an alternate <laughs> secret ending. I'm re- I'm really wondering when I'm gonna it. start getting residuals for that one. Like I feel yeah, like I should real. be. I I'm owed something for that, right? Somebody time traveled for that. And I feel like I need some of that. I need some of that cash, you know, some of that cash money. <laughs> uh, but fun. Ghostbusters, an excellent movie, especially if you watch it in the right order. Yeah, especially if you actually watch the movie. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. It's just like a, it's one of those movies that it was magic that it actually happened the way that oh, it did. Yeah. Like it totally should not have functioned at it all. It shouldn't have worked. But it shouldn't it, like, have been popular. It, none of it should have happened. <laughs> There was just, there was so much luck that went into the way that the movie actually functioned. And I'm so excited to talk about all of it as we get into our questions. And I think we ought to just go ahead and do that. Question number one is what's extreme? It's what's, what's in the movie that's like, whoa, that's extreme. What do you think is extreme in this movie? I'll say the music (laughs) in this movie goes so hard. And I don't just mean the, the theme song. Because we all yes. know that goes hard. We've all been yes. new that that goes hard. I, <laughs> the music in every new. scene, it. I don't know who wrote it. I didn't bother to look. Oops. Um, but it. <laughs> the the, the theme song. Or just the music, the scoring. Or just all of it. Yeah, in general. just all okay. of it. Because the theme song is Ray Parker Jr. Yes. And we will not yes. be disrespectful. No, 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 no. I would never do that. Um, but. <laughs> Just every single scene is just underscored by just like electric guitar, just like just yeah. going for it. Like they're just like, it's bang, so dope. Bang, bang, bang. Like it's just, just under every single scene. The whole time. It's so good. It's Can we so talk funny. about this? Could have been this could be an extreme or a question, but I'm gonna make it an extreme because we're already talking about yeah. it. Is Ghostbusters the best song ever written for a movie? <laughs> I think it might be. I'm like, hard pressed to think of another is one. It, I could. There was like that run of them all around the same time in the eighties yes. where like Don't You Forget About Me from the Breakfast Club is one. really good. Like a there's a one. ton of stuff that's right in there. But Ghostbusters is it just so, so good. And Ghostbusters has that thing where you absolutely will never be able to separate it from the movie. <laughs> like, oh no, like it's can, that is it's so you important. You can listen to Footloose. You can listen to, like, I've had the time of my life. You can listen to all these other ones. You can't just, like, listen to Ghostbusters and not think no, about Ghostbusters because the song is called, it's called Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And it is about I the Ghostbusters. I wonder what movie it's from. <laughs> the answer Ooh. is Ghostbusters. I'll offer you one favorite... song that I think is on okay. equal footing. Okay. It's a pretty recent one. Oscar winner, uh, Man or Muppet from the Muppets. <laughs> How did I? Why did I sense that it was gonna be a Muppet? Thing? Because it's so good. Because it's such a good song. Because it's Jason Siegel. It is a killer and song. Singing with a Muppet. I think, I think legitimately the only one I would put there in contention is maybe my heart will go on from that. It, yeah, that's yeah. I think that's the other one that you're like, well, it's that like, one well, is pretty iconic. But it's just it's Ghostbusters. It's so good. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite part of that is that. Ray Parker Jr. never like they were finishing things up so quickly that he didn't get to see the movie before he wrote the song. He just went for they it. They were like, "Hey, the movie's called Ghostbusters. Go. Write us a song." <laughs> and he did. You have and 20 it minutes. Absolutely Go. smacks. It's so good. It had no business so, like, being they so told him good. He had time and they were like, "The movie's called Ghostbusters. We can't tell you anything else." Because also, we don't know if the movie's called Ghostbusters yet. Right. We really want it to be called Ghostbusters, but we're not sure that's going to happen. So we're pretty sure it's called Ghostbusters. Can you imagine if they changed the title? 
and then just well, had this a whole thing. song. So it, I, I just happened to be watching uh, this, this show called The Movies That Made Us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they did an episode on Ghostbusters, and I happened to find it like three days ago, so it was perfect timing. And the whole thing was that when they wanted to make Ghostbusters, and they were like, Ghostbusters is the perfect title, they were on board, except that there had already been a TV show called Ghostbusters. Oh, really? And so they couldn't just, like, they couldn't just do it. it. Yeah. So they spent months at the beginning of the process, like, fighting the, I think it was Universal, fighting to get the name Ghostbusters from Universal. And while they were doing that, shooting everything that they did twice. With people saying Ghostbusters and Ghost Breakers. Ew. Ghost Breakers. Oh, so it's mu- awful. That's it's so, so bad. Much worse. It had to be Ghostbusters. But they were shooting every scene where they said Ghostbusters twice so that they could like cover themselves if they did have to change the name to Ghostbusters. Then the producer who was trying to get the name Ghostbusters from Universal gets fired. Oh. Like, loses his job. So oh, good. that deal is like in a black hole lost in the middle of nowhere gets hired as, like, the head of Universal Pictures and says, no, I think you guys can have the name Ghostbusters if you want it because I really want this movie <laughs> to be called Ghostbusters. Fine. He was like, well, if I can't do it from the outside, I'll take it down from the inside. <laughs> you can have Ghostbusters and nobody can stop That's me because I'm it. my own boss. That's how you it's, do it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness, because, like, who are you going to call? Ghost, Ghost breakers. breakers. Sucks. Yeah, that's not it's good. It's so bad. What's not, what? Spook Blasters. Like, it's like no, <laughs> no version of it is going to be good. Like, to be <laughs> fair, Ghostbusters is barely good. <laughs> like, Ghostbusters might only be good because we've convinced right, ourselves. Right. It, it's, it's only good. good because it's affiliated with the movie Ghostbusters. But also, like, it clearly is because somebody else thought Ghostbusters was good before, too. Yeah, but it was the somebody 80s. I don't trust Busters their judgment very much. No, but somebody, like, wait. I think it was at least early 70s. They were like, even worse. I trust their judgment less. <laughs> All I'm saying is at least twice in history, independently, people were like, yeah, we should yeah, call this a thing is, Ghostbusters. This is the combination of words I would like to make my piece of art about. Um, Ray Parker Jr. at one point said, um, he he was really struggling writing the song because Ghostbusters are the two like worst combination of words to <laughs> sing because it just sounds awful yeah, just and sounds whenever you weird. put a melody to it and so his solution was I'll never sing it we're just gonna we're just yell gonna it every time we get there shout it like he talks about like you can't you can't sing Ghostbusters because no. it doesn't sound no, good the vowels bad. are weird there's too many consonants in there it just doesn't work and so. We're just going to yell it every time instead. And it's going to be it's not me. Ghostbusters. It's, it's somebody so else. It's so good. That <laughs> song is so, it's so good. It is a certified slapper. I'll say it. It's a good um, one. There's, there's also this whole theory that because he wasn't writing it based on the movie, like the, there is nothing about the movie in the song except for the idea of blasting ghosts. Ghost yeah. Of, of That's it. Ghost breaking as it were. Ghost. Um, that the song <laughs> is secretly about like the way that society treated young black men at the time mm. and how they were like a specter in communities. And it was all about like if an invisible man is sleeping in your bed or if there's something strange in your neighborhood you got to call the Ghostbusters, a.k.a. the cops. Oof. So, like, if there's something in your neighborhood you don't like, you got to call the cops. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, Ray Parker Jr. didn't get to know, didn't get to see the movie, so he said, let me write he this. He said, instead. you know what? I have no idea if it's true, but there's kind of a conspiracy We're just going to go for it, it. Really yeah. Like, I'm into it. I like the no, idea. No, I like that, that too. There's, 
a crazy hidden message in there that's like, whoa, that's seven steps farther than the Ghostbusters <laughs> the theme was Ghostbuster. ever supposed to go. It's, it's not about that at all. It's a song where kids yell Ghostbusters at me. It sounds like <laughs> kung fu fighting, <laughs> but about ghosts instead. But sillier. That can't be in there. No way. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's so good. Um, one of the other extremes I have for this movie is that I always forget how, like, it's very subtle, uh, but this movie extremely took, like, a bunch of random cast members from Die Hard, and they were like, no, they can play the exact same part in this Funny. movie. Funny. So, uh, w- William Atherton, who plays uh, Peck, the EPA guy mm, in the movie, mm-hmm. um, he also plays the jerk reporter in Die Hard. Does he? So, like, it's just another guy who is a jerk and is here to get in people's way, and that was his job. He's ready for, to go. Like, for, like, a while. Like, that's just <laughs> what he did for a long time. And then, for some reason, Reginald Vell Johnson plays the cop for one entire line yeah. when they get sent to prison. And that is Sergeant Al Powell, also from Die Hard. And <laughs> it's not even main <laughs> cast. That's so it's, funny. No, it's just two ranks. I was going to say, who like, in oh, the main cast is from Nobody. Die Hard? Nobody. <laughs> Everybody if you were like, yeah, actually Rick Moranis Aykroyd was actually usual. in Die Hard. Bet you forgot about Rick that. Rick Moranis could have been in Die Hard like on accident, I feel like. <laughs> Just like, oops, he just Rick wan- Moranis got He just here. wandered into we a shot. Stop and like, him. they can't say no to Rick Moranis because he's Rick Moranis and he's the sweetest yeah, human Moranis. alive. So they were just like, yeah, <laughs> he can be in something. He's the best. We, we can find well something find for, him. for him. I'll do anything for you, Rick. He can be this guy that everybody's supposed to hate that works in the same office. He could be in there. Yeah, it's fine. A spot for him. Goodness. I just think it's funny. I totally forget that Reginald Vell Johnson's in this movie and that he shows up for one line for like three seconds and it's like, whoa. That's so funny. What are you, what are you doing here? Whatever the dad's name from Family Matters is. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hey, in this movie you. for some hey, reason? Hey, sir. What are you hey, doing? guy. Sergeant Al Powell. Big fan of that guy. <laughs> big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, do you have another extreme for us? Uh, not off the top of my head, really. Okay, then let's go to questions because I have it. about infinity I have many, that I yeah. want to talk about for a long time. Question number two is what are your questions where we puzzle over the things that go on in a movie? Um, I gotta, I, I want to start at what is arguably to me the biggest question of the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> and it's, um, are we sure the EPA isn't right? Yeah. Because um, like, um... like definitely, okay, first of all, the Ghostbusters talk about, like, the fact that they have quite possibly a lot of, like, nuclear fallout potential in their building that yeah. is not cleared with anyone. So that's not that's awesome not good. That's that you not, just that doesn't look good explode for you guys. most of Manhattan on accident. That fire station is in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah. It's a real building yes. in the middle of Manhattan. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't just have that. No, that, that, you don't get to just <laughs> also, mess around with that. it's... It's made very clear that four of them, all four of them, are carrying around backpack-type weapons that, if accidentally held too close to each other, could, like, create world-ending catastrophe. Yeah. And they're just, like, running around shooting hotel walls And then with they're them. like, quit bothering us when people and are like, hey, maybe we should, man. like... You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe we should, like, check in on this is harshing my like, vibe. no. Um, also, this vibe. isn't even this isn't even an EPA thing. 
you totally, you for sure cannot just buy a car and put a siren and lights on it no, and drive it around so, New That York. is deeply illegal. You are not a government deeply entity. Deeply illegal. You are not the police. You can't just decide you're going to like guerrilla warfare <laughs> a new branch of law enforcement where you enforce ghost <laughs> law. You can't just do that. <laughs> what are you talking about, Bill Murray? You can't just have that. Hey, hey Bill, maybe rethink that a little bit. None of hey, this Bill, is good. Not a great idea. It's not you great, can't buddy. They're like, well, we're going to move into a fire station and then get a car with sirens on it. It's like, you you can't just decide you can't you're going to be that. a new police force. No, but they sure do. They sure do. They sure Even do. If it was just like, we have a car that we drive to places in. It'd be right, fine. It's, but that, it's that they were like, clearly let's... actively stopping traffic. Yeah. Like, we, we have sirens, so you guys have to pull over. It's like, no, 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 they, they don't. You're don't. Ghostbusters. No one is actually required to do that. You're not a cop. You're not You're a firefighter. Nothing. You're just Nobody some dweebs. Nobody has to pull over for you. <laughs> You're just, you just collect spores, mold, and You're fungus. Just a bunch you of don't nerds. get to just like nerds pull people over. It's it's okay. Listen, I love the Ghostbusters. I kind of think the EPA is right. A little bit. Like Peck is Peck bit. is almost definitely right. Yeah. Even though he's the worst. And it's the best ad lib in the entire movie <laughs> when they're in that scene oh. with the mayor. <laughs> so Is this true? It's so good. <laughs> yes, sir. It's true. This man, this man does not. A, no this man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's perfect. Bill Murray was like top of his yeah. Game Bill Murray in was this movie. This is the it. best Bill Murray as far as I'm concerned. Well, let's come back to yeah, that. Yeah, I will. Because <laughs> uh, we got we got definitely okay. more questions. Well, speaking to ask. of what, Bill, what questions speaking do you of have? Bill Murray, what kind of ragtag group of nerds do you have <laughs> to get together where Bill Murray is the bad boy is the womanizer? Hot one? <laughs> What kind Bill Murray's of, the hot one in this movie. What kind of dweeb squad are you running? <laughs> where you look this is at a top Bill notch Murray and you're like, yeah, he's eight. the hot one. This is the dork brigade of the century, if we're being perfectly <laughs> honest here. There has never been a movie so full of <laughs> just idiots. Unapologetically just like nerds. <laughs> guys who have never had a single me- like encounter with a woman never. in their entire <laughs> lives. And so Bill Murray has to be the guy that we're like, yeah, he's hot. They right? like, I feel like they looked at we're the main bored. cast and then they were like, oh no, like our main four. And they were like, oh no, <laughs> we got to make them look tough somehow. And they were like, somebody, somebody call Rick Moranis. <laughs> somebody get him in here. You just, he's the foil to yes. the whole game. They're like, we, gotta get in Rick comparison, in there. because he's so little and <laughs> little and nerdy. In well, comparison. He actually like. He wasn't supposed to be in the movie originally, and we're going to get to that yeah. because his role was supposed to go to somebody totally different. Oh, but I love it. There's a ton of like people who were not supposed to be in this movie and what might have been in the process. Hell here. yeah. I think it's very Hell interesting. Hell yeah. Um, I got another question. Let's go. So the, f- the, first, the first ghost they find in the library. Yes. Right. The old lady old who's shushing people. Yeah, the old librarian ghost. And then, you know, they talk about, like, like finding, sh- what do they say? Like, a, it's a whole torso incorporeal form kind of thing. Yeah, They're very excited like that. about it being this woman. And then, like, throughout the movie, there's also uh, skeleton dudes that, like, could have 
decayed down to something, but they kind of look like a person. And there's all sorts of other ghosts. What in the world was a Slimer? Yeah, what is... Why is he like that? What was he? I mean... What happened to him? Behind the scenes, I know why he was like that, but, like, that's not what a a fella looks like. In the canon of the universe, what was that supposed to be? Canonically, what is a Slimer? (laughs) Because... I think a, a crime is what a Slimer <laughs> must have been. That's why, why does one ghost get to stay an old lady in the place where she worked and just enjoying reading books for all of eternity? Someone and a different ghost a gets turned into booger. a blob in a hotel and he just has to eat all the time. And that is his and contribution that's his to his life society. forever now. What, what was he? I don't know. What do you, do you, is is there like a like a ghost version of Eternal Torment? Where right, like where it's like if you were a bad person, you would just but be a you slimer. You have to be a slimer forever. So <laughs> so that sucks. Pretty you bad. decide which one's worse. <laughs> <laughs> so you better shape up out there. What do you have to do? What kind of crime do you have to commit to become a slimer? God, in, in it's got to be a bad one, right? It can't be good. It wasn't like petty theft, you know. It was like no, do, but do you think it's like an actual crime, or do you think it's just like, hey, you were kind of a you, like a wild just, person. Oh. We didn't intend for somebody like you to exist, <laughs> so we don't know what to. We do We made with you, you on accident. So. Right, we don't know what to do with you in the afterlife. So I guess you're a slimer. I guess now. you're just gonna like, like. Do you think Joey Chestnut will be a slimer? <laughs> <laughs> because like that's crimes against food for sure, and Slimer eats a lot of hot dogs in this yes, movie. Yes, he does. And is that what Ugh. Joey Chestnut is going to be like, di- like forced into for the rest of time and maybe beyond? I think one hundred percent yes. I think it is confirmed. But I feel yes. like Joey Chestnut is okay. I don't know if he deserves it, but I do think it's a fitting. <laughs> but, like if him. that's the definition we're going with, then absolutely yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. Sorry, bud. I guess you're going to be a slimer now. <laughs> we deal now, with so, the hand okay. we're given. If somebody, if a Joey Chestnut becomes a slimer, what? What do you become in the afterlife? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> like, do I just become somebody that, like, screeches? Just, is it like, is that what happens if you're a singer? Like, you just screech for the rest of I, eternity? No, I feel like, in my soul, I feel like I would be a sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> like, not really do anything to anybody, no, but just, just kind of, like, sit there. and watch. Like I just, just like, like hang out, settlingly staring from the corner. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like the after like has to be, especially if you're a ghost. That's got to be like an uncomfortable experience. And when I'm uncomfortable, right. I do not speak. So true. Boom. That's the other thing I wonder is like they don't exactly explain why ghosts would be still around. You know, they like, they know have no Zool regard exists. for like, hey, maybe that was a person. That conversation never happens. They're just like, hey, <laughs> right? Because F they these don't ghosts. Let's get them. They don't like exercise ghosts in this movie. They don't like they do away with them. ghosts. They ha- they keep them in a box, all like one box too. They're they in put prison. them all in the same they box. They put all of them in one big hole the in nice, the ground. Basically, the nice ghosts are in with the slimers. <laughs> this and the nice ghosts don't deserve. No, that. they don't. What kind of unfinished business do you think Slimer had? <laughs> he didn't try every food he wanted to while he was alive. And he, he needed <gasps> to make sure That's the mission. That's why he eats so much. He can't, he he can't eats... pass on until he's tried every food. 
if he eats truly one of everything, that's how he gets to pass yeah. on. Or maybe it's like a quota. It's like X amount of every kind of food. Because like we said, he ate wow. a lot of hot dogs. And he that seems a like a waste of, of time if you only need to eat one. Especially in New York. Like, there's a ton of Yeah, food you don't... Like, oh, you could yeah. get fine just about anything. Does a hot dog just count across the board? Or do you have to try, like, one from every restaurant? Oh, I feel like if... If Slimer was still haunting that hotel, it must be more than just eating a hot dog. Right, right, right. Because that, that he man would, was he would have fulfilled that a down. long time ago. And apparently, that hotel had a history on the twelfth floor, so it, it must be more than just eat all the hot dogs. <laughs> because if that was it, mission was accomplished. That first confrontation is crazy because, like, like Stance just shoots a line across the hotel wall and like it stays on fire. Yeah. It's just on the building he, is on fire actively the entire he time just they're fighting. It. A bunch of the hotel on fire. They knock down the chandelier and then they walk out and they're like, that'll be that'll five thousand dollars. Or we're That's putting so the funny. ghost back. We'll put it right back. We will put it right give back if money. you don't give us all your money and also deal with the fact that your hotel is on fire now. That's the thing. They should have just countered with, hi, well, damages. Uh, let's run that right. down to like 20 bucks. I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like we're almost even. Yeah. And you still owe the hotel $500. Yeah. <laughs> for a new for chandelier. really very expensive chandelier. And the wall you set on fire. Yeah. And all the other stuff you broke in Everything there. is broken. Not one thing is still intact in that room. <laughs> they, they do not owe you $5,000. I'm sorry. No, Yet again, the Ghostbusters like, are wrong. They do not owe you $5,000. <laughs> it's the charm of that sexy man, Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sexiest man alive. He, he will not. 1984. <laughs> it's Bill wild. Murray. We're really like, who do we know that's hot? Bill, Bill. Murray. Really? Are Let you me sure get my buddy Bill in this. He's got it's, it. There's a lot of things. Um, I have, I have another question. Yeah, go for it. Very beginning of the movie, uh, just after a, an, a live librarian screams about a dead librarian. Just after that, um, we get to enjoy maybe the least scientific experiment of oh all. Oh my time. god! Yes, I forgot about this until right now. <laughs> what the first hell was all, that? First of all, I get clearly, you know. It, this is a professor hitting on a student. Yeah. That's one part Which, of this. Icky. Obviously. Gross. But also, like, why even have the other dude there? Right. Just be like, hey, why, I would like to test him? your ESP. Right. And then just, like, tell her she's psychic and then whatever. And then why be invite yucky, another dude just to shock him over and over, even though he did get it right? He got the last one right. And he was like, ah, not your lucky day. Bzzz. That seems like an interesting yeah, like, what, data what, point. What, what did that guy do? Right. What did that guy do was to him? Kid, was this kid just like such a narc that he was like, nah, I not, I will not stand for this. <laughs> I'm going to electrocute him all day long. Yeah. And it's going to feel so good it's for gonna, me. I'm going to enjoy myself and this is going to be great. <laughs> this kid, pla- this kid plagiarized his last paper he turned in. <laughs> this is his punishment. So I'm just going to electrocute him. It's so it's so interesting though because like he accidentally stumbles upon maybe what would otherwise be the greatest scientific discovery of all time that you can force somebody and to have like, an ESP. Mm, anyway, I'd rather mac on my student. And he would rather hit on a student and then also ghosts happen that like later that day. Yeah. 
And he's super on board with it. Bill Murray is so confusing in the beginning of this movie. His character is so confusing. Because for a while you think he doesn't believe in ghosts. That seems like that's where it's heading. But then once ghosts start happening, he never really has any sort of problem with it. He's just like, yeah, ghost. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. He's not surprised by it in the least. I think it's a little bit a reflection of him in the movie in general, because Dan Aykroyd's character, Stance, is, like, on board from second one. Yeah. This movie exists because Dan Aykroyd is super into ghosts. Yeah. Like, he just is all about ghosts. And, and the rest of them are just real. his nerd friends. And then he was just him getting some of his funny friends together. And, like, okay, let's make a movie about ghosts. All right. And there's a lot of extra steps in between he likes ghosts and also get my friends together, but not really. Not really. Like, it takes a while to the get process there, kind of, but it, yeah. it, like, not much else happens. It's just really funny to me that Dan Aykroyd was like, I don't know, I think ghosts are super real, so let's make a movie about that. And they said, and it makes okay, me laugh. I like it a lot. Fine. Um, I have one more question that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, and it, the question is this. It's, what genius in the writer's room was responsible for everybody's name? Because the names in this movie are so dope. I'm going to be real. Everybody I has the best name in the one. whole movie. <laughs> Dr. Peter Venkman. Ooh. Dr. Ray Stance. Ooh. Dr. Egon Spengler. Ooh. Winston Zeddemore. It's just every name is so it's good. so fun. Every one of these people sounds so dope. Also, there's like Gozer, and like that's the the at the big bad yeah. at the end, and like Zool. the gatekeeper and the key master, and there is no Dana only, only Zool. It's so cool. Every single it's, name again, of the movie is like that's so. Dope. It's like they got in, <laughs> they got into shooting, and they looked at their cast, and they said, "We got to make them feel hotter." We gotta make we gotta them find feel a hot. Way. We gotta make them feel There's hot. Change, change the name. <laughs> get, Their get names cool were name. all like Beaker Speckman and uh, <laughs> Charles Buckets. And <laughs> that's just, that actually is the name of the kid from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But okay, no, this is Charlie. <laughs> we can't do that. Charlie's Buckets. gonna have that's to why be. It popped in my what head. do you think Charlie is short for? Charlie is longer than Charles. Don't well, try to trick me. For Charles. Don't what do you think it's a nickname for? Chartholomew? <laughs> like, I don't think so. I don't know. In the canon of the Willy Wonka universe, what is Charlie's legal name? Charles. Charles Bucket. Says Clearly. Who? When? When do they say that? Why are you? You're making a lot of assumptions. His Zach. name is Charlie, really not, which is a nickname I'm really for not Charles. Down with all the assumptions you're making. I about won't him. stand for this. I'm not down with the sickness. I won't <laughs> stand for it. I've got a question. Okay, my last and then I remembered one. that I I do have one more to oh wrap us God. up and move us on. I love. It's the most th- important. Th- there's kind of an honor system kind of going on with these uh, with these ghosts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because Sigourney Weaver gets possessed, and then Bill Murray shows up at her door, and she says, are you the key master? And, and he says, no. And he says, no, and she slams the door in his face, and then he knocks again, and she asks again, and he says, yes. yes. And then she's like, cool. Cool, come on <laughs> she's in. She's like, great. Let's bang. Awesome. Like, 
And that's how that works. Like, that's how ghosts work. Just tell them what they want to hear. Is that a thing you know? about ghosts? Can ghosts not lie? Ooh. Did I just... Is that some, some world building I've discovered ghosts in Ghostbusters? Ghosts aren't allowed to lie. Ooh. <laughs> it is. It's a very funny, like... Yes. Yes. All right. Perfect. Come on in. Come in. There is no Dana, only, only Zool. It's the best it's thing so in the whole It's so good. Movie. I love and, it. And he just, it's that Bill Murray just, oh, you must have a lovely singing voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I love him. It's so good. Hey, speaking of ghosts uh, inviting you to bed, I got one last oh, question great. to move us out of question number two. Hey, hey, what's what's going on in that little montage part in the in the dream that Ray Stance is having when a ghost is like clearly getting freaky oh, with him. Right? What, what is okay, so even even more bizarre than that, right? So he's having a dream about a ghost getting freaky with him. Um in the original cut of the movie, no, he was not having a dream. That just he was happened. just exploring an old no. house and then was asleep there instead. No. For some reason. Why is that in no. the movie? It's so bizarre. Why? I hate it's that. So that weird. made me so because, uncomfortable. And you know, you know what the real answer is? They thought it was funny. It's because Bustin makes him feel good. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever said on this podcast. Ew. Thank you. It's I'm time ending for me the call retire. right now. I just hang Ray up Parker on you Jr. Right there. put it in the song, and it has to be there no. for a reason, Ugh. and that's why it must <laughs> be. <laughs> And that's how we're going to carry ourselves in a question these number ghosts, three. Question number three. These ghosts busted. It's why busted. are you here? Oh, no. I hate that you put the T in both of the Bustin' Bustin'. Bustin' Bustin'. Respectfully. Question number three is why are you here? It's where we look at who's in the movie and go, hey, why, what are you doing here? Um, I, I want to use this to talk about all of the people that were just barely in the movie or just barely not in the movie yeah, yeah, for yeah. whatever reason. And the, the first one is Bill Murray, who was not the first choice to play that part because Dan Aykroyd wanted his other SNL buddy, John Belushi, to play that part. Oh. And then John Belushi died oh. very tragically, very yes. young. But then they did the, they did the darndest little thing. And they said they wanted to make sure his, essence was still a part of the movie his spirit was a part of the movie and so the way that they did that was they modeled no. slimer after john belushi no. they were like you know what we can do to keep our friend in our movie is we can make this weird booger ghost that eats hot dogs and that will be our tribute to john belushi but you and okay like, but you know john belushi would have thought that was he hilarious <laughs> And it totally he would have makes loved sense. It. Yeah. Like the whole animal house, like spitting mashed potatoes across the table. Yeah. Like, like it totally makes sense. But also, come on. That's like, so rude. What a your weird, friend just died. What a weird leap. <laughs> you're mourning your friend you and you're like, you know what like, I can do? You know what? I can make him gross. <laughs> I can make Bill Murray claim How that our I friend slimed him. Mm. I can make Bill Murray go, he slimed me. <laughs> And that can be about our dearly departed friend, God. John. Oh, God. What a weird move. Bill Murray, incredible. Bill Murray, uh, nobody actually knew officially if he was in the movie for a very long, like entirely too long. So they kept, when they were hiring new people, they kept saying Bill Murray was going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, except they didn't actually know that. They didn't have it in writing. They didn't have a contract. Um, literally until he showed up on set the first day of shooting, it was like, all right, let's do it. 
Let's make a movie. Let's find out. They, they never had him on contract until so the first day they shot the movie. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. People kept just saying, like, uh, uh, yeah, we're pretty sure Bill Murray's in the movie. Yeah, we think uh, he's Every time they were hiring somebody new, they were like, here. oh, Bill Murray's Bill Murray's. Yeah, he'll movie. show up. It's like, uh, fine. Uh, prove it, because he's not here right now, and there's nothing on paper, so I'm not sure I believe that. Ugh. Bill Murray I'm so was glad he is, movie, though. And he's probably the best part of it. I tr- it, it Bill Murray is one of those actors I just think belongs in every movie. You know, I'm not. Ne- I'm never going to be mad. Just he's like in a movie. you could put him in anything, and it was going to feel great yeah. about it. He's just he's so good. Um, another one I want to talk about that um, was maybe almost also Bill Murray, or maybe Ernie Hudson, depending on the you know which version of the script you're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, was it that was supposed to be Eddie Murphy? Yes, I did know that. I did know that. Eddie one. Murphy was gonna be the like the Winston Zeddemore for a while, and then when he couldn't do it, they cut the part by yeah. like forty pages. Oh, because you watch it, and he gets to do absolutely he nothing. Barely, he is so barely there. Well, and there's also a lot of other things to be said about it, but he's yeah. so barely there that uh, he wasn't on a lot of the promotional posters for the movie. Like that shot of the four of them coming up the stairs at the very end. They would just like crop him out. There were even certain theatrical cuts where he was cropped out of that shot entirely. Yeah. It was not awesome to be him. (laughs) Yeah. I would be so mad. It's insane. It's a crazy thing to do. It's just like the worst thing you could do. Just yeah. like completely. Can you imagine that movie. getting offered that part, and then th- I would only assume afterward they were like, "Oh yeah, we cut your part too." When he when he first read the script, he was on page twenty three, and then when they got to the movie, he didn't show up till like page sixty five. God, <laughs> it was hey. They, they chopped and screwed Ugh. it so much. Hey, um, he got his residuals. He got his money. You know, at least he true. got that. Um, another one that we super should talk about here is Rick Moranis, yes. who is a treasure. Love him. Um, Rick Moranis, just an absolute rock star. However, was not supposed to be the person who played that part because that role was supposed to go to one John Candy. Really? John Candy was going to play that part. Interesting. And then I believe also passed away before they could make the movie. So yeah. John Belushi and John Candy both didn't get to do the movie. Or maybe it was just written for him and then he wasn't able to. I don't remember. Right. I don't remember that. I'm, I'm not putting my years in order correctly. But couldn't do the movie for whatever reason. They auditioned. Rick Moranis, obviously super different kind of guy. Very different energy. From John yeah, Candy. for sure. And he... And he was the one actually that brought in the whole like, I think this dude's a weird little nerd. I'm make him <laughs> I a weird little weird. nerd. And he hear was right. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. What if he was weird? <laughs> <laughs> just one one quick thought I have what if he was a weird little nerd <laughs> what if he was just like a silly little guy Rick Moranis and every I love him so much but everything he is ever in all I see is Seymour oh for sure because that's the first movie I ever saw him in and that's yeah, probably absolutely. to this day my favorite movie I've ever seen him in I love that movie <laughs> oh it's fantastic and it's, it's, it's fantastic. just he just is he's that just like a fun that little just guy. is his energy and everything always he's, He's just like a little guy. He's just a fun you know? little guy. Just like a little you guy. You just want to pick him up and squeeze him a little. Like you just, just want to pinch guy. his cheeks. But you're a little nervous he might snap like a little toothpick. You might accidentally hurt yeah. him. You don't so want to hurt him. Oh my god, especially all the, all the scenes with like him and Sigourney Weaver in the hallway. So funny. It, like, his she, stuff she where is he's like absurdly. Sigourney Weaver. 
She's so she's much taller than him. Weaver. She's so much taller than him. She's beautiful. And he is like Rick Moranis <laughs> he's at just his exact goofy. Rick Moranis in it up out there. This is the most Moranis she's he's ever high. been. Uh, well, I'm having a party. And he's like, baby, if you wanted to come over, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Would you like to come in for a sparkling <laughs> water? Um <laughs> Uh, I love oh, when way, I love when she like leaves. I think it's one of the first ones. She like <laughs> leaves him out in the hallway, and he goes, "Okay, I'm gonna go take a shower." <laughs> like he just like feels the need to announce. I'm gonna go take a. Sh- I'm gonna go take a shower. I'm gonna go take a shower. <laughs> I love the the. Oh, by the way, uh, you shouldn't leave your TV on so loud because a creep from down the hall reported you to the building. <laughs> but don't worry, because I turned. Uh, but mine don't worry, because I was I. I, well, first, I, I tried I to break into your apartment. And I tried to turn it off, but uh, the window was locked, so I couldn't get through it. So instead, I turned my, comp- my my TV all the way up, too, so they didn't think it was just something that happened weird in your apartment. Like, what? That was your answer? <laughs> what an insane solution to that just problem. Just the littlest weirdo that could. <laughs> just like a little guy. Just a little He's just guy. a little guy. That's what Rick Moranis is. God, I love him. He, Rick Moranis truly is just He's a little just a guy. Little guy, a treasure. Um, let's see, who else? We so by extension, we've talked about. I think everybody except for, uh, well, we talked about how Dan Aykroyd loves ghosts. Yes, and that's why the movie exists. Yes, I think the only person we haven't at least mentioned is Harold Ramis, who plays Egon Spengler. Yes, who is. As much as Rick Moranis is like a bumbling little goofball, um, Spengler is like the purest uncut nerd oh, that absolutely. has ever been put to screen. Yes. This dude that's out here like, I collect spores, mold, and fungus. And that's his whole character. And that's all he does. I'm sorry. You can just do that? He's a man of That can be a taste. character in your movie? Yeah. You used to be like, this guy's into, into fungus. And this guy it. likes lots of mushrooms and stuff. He looks at that he is looks at thing. equipment and goes, oh, "These readings are crazy." And that's like what he's he there is, for. Somebody has to be in your movie to go, "Uh-oh, the, Uh-oh, the numbers. The, the numbers are bad. This doesn't look Some, good." This could this could be bad for stuff and for reasons. But he can just say science words and then it sounds like, like he yeah, did a good job. Yeah. I see that. In this uh in the the movies that made us that I was watching talked about how for whatever reason, he and Bill Murray had like a big falling out in between this Aww. movie and their later careers. Like they really didn't talk to each other for a long time. It was a whole thing. And then when, uh, when Harold Ramis died, Bill Murray only knew what town he was living in, but didn't actually know where he lived. Aww. So he went to the local police station and he said, take me to Harold. And they did. Aww. They took him up to his house so they could talk for a couple hours. Like, a couple of weeks before he passed. Oh, it's just such a, it's such a nice moment, but it's also so uniquely Bill Murray. Yeah, just, be just like, show up in a town and be to like, Harold. "Someone take me to him." I need to see my friend. Where's he at? Take me to Harold. Just to the police station. Like, <laughs> take the me fact to that they for sure had mutual friends, and he couldn't just ask one of them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like, I'm gonna guess. He could have called Dan Aykroyd yeah, and known and like, like hey, where to find him. Where's he at? Or probably Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Or probably Rick, Rick Moranis, Moranis. Or like anybody else on this movie. Uh, he made a bunch more movies too. Like they knew you could have called the, mutually. And Bill Murray's called. a famous. Like even if he didn't know those people, he could have easily gotten right. in contact Nobody's with those people. Nobody's gonna be like, sorry, Bill Murray. I'm. I don't want to tell you. Yeah, I'm not telling you anything. 
I'll That's... take it to my grave, Bill Murray. <laughs> Do what you want, Bill Murray. I can take it. That dude is so funny, though. Harold Ramis was so funny. Yes, he was. And he ended up directing a lot of stuff in his like later career, and his directing is is really fun too. It's just this movie was like lightning struck five or six times yeah. to get everybody together the way it needed to. It's so to. crazy. Because they also they didn't want originally they didn't want a name to play Dana. They were like, I don't know, we'll mm. just find somebody. We can't afford like somebody famous. And then they found out that Sigourney Weaver was super interested in it. And they were like, and they were like well, we've duh, we're going to get Sigourney Weaver. If Sigourney Weaver is an option. Yeah, we're right. going to get Sigourney Weaver. She was like, she was like hot off Which the, is the Alien correct franchise. Attitude. Right. Like how you were never going to be like, mm, I don't know. I don't think we should Let's do that. Let's get a Sigourney Weaver type. Expensive. Nobody was going to be saying that. Yeah. But Sigourney <laughs> so Weaver presents herself. Sigourney Weaver yes. is here. And she says she wants to be in our movie. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, we're yeah we're movie. gonna yeah we're gonna get Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> we absolutely will not be turning as you, that down as because you should. I don't know if you heard, but she's Sigourney, but she's Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. She gets to be in the movie if she wants God, to. I love Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Bless her. She's so good in this movie. She is. She doesn't have like a crazy amount to do, but she's still no, so but she's good so fun. because she's Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I don't think she she's knows exactly how to not she be needs good. To be. No, she's fantastic. I'm a huge fan. I love her. Do we have anybody else we need to talk about? Oh, I don't, there, there is one uh? very famous, the like super famous, famous accidental cameo in this movie. Not so much a famous, but the fact that he appears in the movie is very famous mm. because in one of the early like destruction of Manhattan scenes, right, like right after the ghosts are released by the EPA, there's an external shot on the street of just like some people looking up into the sky. And this has become like a famous movie trivia fact since, since it came out. Um, 70s and 80s adult film star Ron Jeremy is just on the street, like looking up into the sky and reacting. So funny. He just is like, that is, I've never been able to track down exactly why it happened. It's, it's such an interesting hey, little piece of movie he's history. He's an actor. He showed up to an open call. That's the thing. I don't know if he showed up to an open call or if he was just nearby and he was like, I don't know. He was just friends with somebody. <laughs> yeah, or if he just knew somebody. I don't know what the deal was, but he's just that's he's on the far he's on so far screen left. Funny. Just for a half second, it's like, wait a minute, what? Why are you here? I wonder what's going on. If like obviously someone at some point recognized him. But, right. like, who, like, on their, who watched this movie and organically was like, hey. Hey, wait I know that face. <laughs> I've seen that face I know before. those muscles. I... No. He was weird Aww. mid-century pudgy. Oh, like, he was one of he those. Wasn't, he wasn't gross, got but he, he's not a guy it. that. But not, like. He's not a guy that you would look at and go, like, oh. for the female gaze. I bet he's, I bet he's really something. Yeah. Because he's kind of not. They're like, hey, wait a second. That kind of looks like that weird guy from that one thing I definitely didn't from watch. From a hundred things that I definitely didn't I want. do not like own. The, no. That's the thing. is like th- he was so famous that you could point him out because he was on screen, but apparently not famous enough that anybody expected you to be able to point him out right. on screen. But it's like, 
whoa, like, weird hi. that that guy's just walking around in our Ghostbusters. Hey. In Ghostbreakers, the movie. Okay, I think that's uh, that's all of the people that I, I think have so. to think about. And so we should go to question number four. And question number four is inspired by somebody just like you. So if you were somebody just like you and you want to be the inspiration for, don't give us a new question just yet because we we have a brand new one right now. So we're maybe not ready for that kind we're of commitment. We're not ready for that kind of commitment at the moment. Sorry. That's right. But if you got something else to say, if you want to hit us up in some other way, you could do that by sending us an email at wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on any of the socials at wdwjwpodcast over on Facebook. It's what did we just watch with a question mark because it's a question. Duh. <laughs> also, while you're doing it, little rate and review would uh, would feel real nice. It would go down real smooth. That'd be great. <laughs> and, you know, tell your friends. I don't say tell your friends enough. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. Question number four. What kind of person plays this movie on a first date? Now. I think I like it. I like it for a lot of reasons. I do. It's, it's a great time. You're going to have some good laughs. I don't think I know a single person on earth that doesn't like, at least like Nobody this Nobody doesn't like Ghostbusters. They might not love this movie, but everybody like. Nobody doesn't everybody's like Everybody's at minimum neutral about this movie. It's Nobody hates so this movie. Right, you you are going to have an acceptable time if you watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. There are, admittedly, some weird Bill Murray things that happen in this movie. Yeah. But, like, it's... But, but you can also go, ah, but it's the 80s. Right. Ah, but it's the 80s. It's because it's a little older, you can go, ah, that was, that was literally almost 40 and years ago. And it's so, like, especially the, like the experiment thing with the student at the beginning is yeah. so like, it's played for a laugh. It's played for a laugh, but like, and also it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. So like right. you just get through that one scene and then it's done. Yeah. Like you never have for to, sure. you never have to think about it ever again. <laughs> right. I think this is a very, very good choice. I like it a lot. For a first date movie. I, I like really it a lot. Good. Like if, if you have a date, you've, you went out to a nice, uh, a nice 18 holes of putt putt. <laughs> You come back and you're like, hey, let's just unwind. Let's watch a little movie. And Ghostbusters is what that gets put on. So fun. What a fun this night. Is, you're getting a second date out of that. What a sure. fun, pretty 80s themed evening you've carved <laughs> yes, out for yourself. It yes, it is. Putt, putt, and then putt, Ghostbusters. Putt, Ghostbusters. You got that on a Don't VHS? Act like that would be a great you got date. it on That'd VHS, buddy? Date. Probably. <laughs> Bonus points it. if you put it on VHS. But, but oh gosh, no! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta rewind the whole thing yeah. with pencil <laughs> when you're done with it, just so you don't ruin your own life. You're like, no, no, no. Give me my Sorry, no. I we can't... can smooch in a second. Let me just. We, finish I can't kiss this right head. now. I gotta be kind. Rewind with this <laughs> with this VHS tape. I know it's mine. I know I'm the only just... one. I'm gonna watch it again soon. I know I'm I will. I'm gonna watch it, and I don't want to do this before the movie because then I might not want to watch the movie. <laughs> it might deter me from the movie that I want to watch. Stacy, give me a second. I'm go I just gotta rewind the flick. Give me a second, Stacy. <laughs> do we think it gets the seal of approval? I think it does. I, think I it really do. Seal of I think it, is that two that's weeks two in, in a row? row? That's two in Whoa. a row. I think that's the first time that's Weird. ever happened. Oh, for sure, because we've only done it like six times. Yeah, it's we don't that, do it It's not much. often. But wow. But that's two good options in a row. Wow. Definitive answer to question number four. And so we go to a brand new question number five. And question number five, uh, you have sort of the brunt of the I responsibility. I do, I do, I do. And I, <laughs> I, I got it. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> I hesitate. I shudder to even ask this question. Question number five is where do you get where off? Where do you get off? That's what we decided to call question number five last week. Question number five is where we dive into the weird and wonderful world of, uh, of fan-sourced content, mm. a.k.a. Fan fiction. It's where we where we see what other people got up to when they were watching this movie, and they thought, "I bet I could write a story." And then inevitably, it's the most insane thing you've ever read with your two human eyes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give this one the the credit it deserves. Okay. Because finding crazy stuff was a little more difficult than I anticipated. Okay. You know, you see, you mean not you all of the fan fiction like, is about that one blowjob ghost, right? That's what I was <laughs> expecting. And then it, my initial search before I switched it to all rated M as as you gotta if you want to really do it right. You have but to. in my initial search, literally every single one was just like self insert like and I'm also in the Ghostbusters and we and just bust some ghosts and that's all. It's a very like how there were four Three Musketeers like there's actually a fourth Musketeer but we just would call it the Three Musketeers. It's like, oh, I'm another Ghostbuster. Please tell me more about Ghostbusters fan fiction. Oh, absolutely. I will tell you so much more. So my initial search... A sentence I never could have imagined myself <laughs> saying a year and Here a half ago. Here we are. Aren't you so happy with the turn our lives have taken? <laughs> um, so my initial search was very innocent. But then, of course, as with any fan fiction search, you got to turn it to yeah. rated M, right? We got to know who the internet wants to hook up. So That's these were... the real question. I'm just going to read you some of these descriptions, all right? <laughs> this was this one was written by Robert, and it's called Ghostbusters, Beginning of the uh, End. Oh, good old Robert. Beginning of the End, the drama <clears throat> of it all. It, I just want to say right now, the grammar in some of these is horrendous. <laughs> what? So try to, try to keep up, all right? The grammar of the Ghostbusters know, right? fan fiction <clears throat> is less than perfect? After the death of one of the original Ghostbusters... Gozer and the undead world decide to make a second attempt at returning. No new characters from the new movie will make an appearance in this rendition. Sorry if you <laughs> no, no no sorry if you liked that movie, but I didn't. Ha! Get him. Own the Get him, Robert. Them darn feminists and their Ghostbusters. This uh, their lady Ghostbusters. This one's a self-insert romance written by someone named Janine. When sassy Janine is hired as a secretary at the new Ghostbusters business, the brilliant and emotionally cold Dr. Egan feels his yes. life becoming unhinged. What will a man yes, dedicated Janine to scientific thought yes. do when he unwillingly falls in love for the first time? Will he embrace his feelings and the lack of control that Janine brings to his life? Please leave feedback. It's so funny that this person was like, no, my one thing is going to be Ghostbusters fan fiction, and I'm going to name myself after the yes. secretary in the movie. Yes. That's who I'm going to be. Okay. Because that's the secretary in the movie's name already is Janine. <laughs> she just, that spores, mold, and fungus thing really got her <laughs> really? going. Really? They're like, nah, I definitely no, no, think no. we're going to need Bill to explore Murray that relationship some more. Give me Egon. Give me, give me Egon and Janine. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> There's got to be one about ghosts as the other half of the relationship in here somewhere, right? Oh, we'll get there. I have three more. Three <laughs> more that I have plucked out, all right? This one's called A Little Engineering Ooh. by someone named It Doesn't Matter Who I Am. That is their username. Ooh. Ominous. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Ray Stance finds a way to overcome the odds 
and bring a child into the world by himself. What? Hey, what? <laughs> Guys, I thought... Come the on. other Ghostbusters help him along the way during his unusual... Unusually, is what they typed, but welcomed his pregnancy. Un- his unusually pregnancy. And then in parentheses it says, Mpreg within. Don't like? No, really? Don't like? Don't read. <laughs> well, fair enough. I, I won't. Okay, I mean, fair enough. You gave me the warning. <laughs> okay, I I, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be upfront. This next one is rough. This one's rough. Oh no. We're, I'm gonna, oh, I'm no. gonna, I'm gonna say it really fast. We're gonna get in. We're gonna get out. Okay. okay. This is your job is to this say the called, hard thing here. Oh, this was written by the same person, and it's called Big Problems. <sighs> Ready? Yeah, I can't wait to ruin myself. A slime-based ghost uses Holtzman as breeding ground to be reborn into the world. Anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, it's just no. not good at all. It's a Slimer. Yeah, it's a Slimer. Of course there's a Slimer fan fiction. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's tagged as uh, the genre is angst and supernatural. Ah, well. So it's an that's the energy you're getting from that. I have one more. I can't wait to read some angsty Slimer <laughs> fanfic. Mom, yes. leave me alone. I'm trying to read my Slimer I'm, fanfic. I'm reading angsty Slimer fanfic. Don't come in my room. You you have to He's just... He's really dealing with his emotions in this chapter, Mom. Get out. If if you get caught reading angsty Slimer God. fanfic, you just got to come up with you, one of the like uh, things you're already not supposed to do. Because, no, you can't ever let yourself get caught reading no, angsty Slimer you fanfic. you simply cannot. It, you might as well just go ahead and pass okay, away. Okay, <laughs> last one. This is another self-insert. Perfect. It's another Egon and reader. Interesting. Life for you is normal. Or so you though. The day you meet the Ghostbusters <laughs> is the day your life changes for the best. Or is it the worst? Find out what will happen the more you interact with one Ghostbuster in particular and how he will be a driving force in your life. In parentheses, author's note. Marked as mature due to possible sexual content. They hadn't decided possible. yet, apparently. Possible they weren't sure. Content. They were not sure. We got halfway through and we we're like, mm, are they going to go get a sandwich or is this going to become possible sexual bang? content? Better call, better market but him. Yeah, that just, just in case. On off chance it happens. You know, I'm writing fan fiction and I'm not sure what direction I'm going with it yet. So <laughs> no, no fan fiction author has ever thought. Hmm, I'm writing this fan fiction and I haven't decided if it's going to be yeah, sexual yet. Yeah, that's not how that works. That has never that happened. That's not how that works. Not one time has somebody gone in and decided partway through, huh, this could be sexual. Mm. It's, that's the only reason you write fan fiction or to be the fifth ghost, ghost book. Yeah, that's those it. are the only valid reasons. <laughs> For possible sexual content. That's so good. Had the idea that somebody... I don't know. Maybe. Or that they would get in and they would think, hmm, I'm going to leave the door open, but I'm We're going to let there. Let's tease them. Oh, and that I'm one was from that one was from decide. October 2020. Why? Now I'm checking Who the dates. Who is writing Ghostbusters fan fiction in October of last year? 2018, 2020. 
Okay, yeah. 2018 actually almost makes more sense because that's Lady Ghostbusters. Yes. People were thinking about Ghostbusters again. There was supposed to be a Ghostbusters out last Ooh, year. there was one. And now there is one the on the way. The first one I read was from 2016. So wow. a good long hot minute <laughs> since they had what been going relevant on? in the cultural lexicon. What? I, I'll never understand fan fiction. I don't I think I'll it, ever get it. And that is what I and have it, for you. Today. In a year, I'm gonna know so much about fanfiction. <laughs> I can't I'm wait. Wish I I'm so excited to teach you. Boy oh, boy oh, boy. We're gonna be. This is gonna become just a fan. I know. Podcast. I know you would never tell me if you did, but I hope like Loki, you start reading it. <laughs> like just I a just, little bit. I know you'll never admit it if you already, do, and that's okay. There's already the fiction. I don't need the. I don't need more. So you Let think? Me just watch the movie it's, again. It's a deep. It's a deep hole. There's four Ghostbusters it's so, movies once you Once you read one, you can't stop. I'm just going to tell you that. There's a TV show, and, and they, made, they made Slimer juice boxes, and like... Oh, yeah, that's really going to scratch that itch about, <laughs> for more Slimer about content. How is a juice Slimer box. wants to procreate with a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Holtzman. What else he got it, to do? That's got to be somebody, but he's I don't got, know who it is. He's got feelings, too. He can't just eat all the time. Is Holtzman also a self-insert character? Maybe. I can't figure it out. I know. I read it, and I was like, I don't know who that is. Because Holtzman is nobody. Venkman, Stentz, Spangler, Yeah, that might just be... Zedemore. That might be an OC. An original ah, character. Ah. This is, this is my Ghostbuster that I invented. Yeah, I it's made up a It's not me, ghost. though. It's not me. It's just a like, new Ghostbuster. It's a different Ghostbuster who kind of looks like me and like, acts like me Wait, a little. Wait, I wonder if Holtzman is one of the, like... One of the lady Ghostbusters. Oh, that might be what it is. Wait, 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 wait. This is the only investigative. Yes, it is. It's Kate McKinnon. There you go. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be Kate Jillian McKinnon. Holtzman. If, if they're writing fan fiction about it, it's got to be oh. Kate McKinnon. Oh, no. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why would we do that? I, don't, I wish we hadn't. <laughs> Slimer and, and Kate McKinnon from Ghostbusters 2016. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. No, thank you. We got to get out of fan fiction land. I'm not ready to. Okay. I, I haven't built up an immunity okay. to it yet. So we'll go to question number 16. 16? Number six. <laughs> Whoa. We've been going on for a while. <laughs> this show true. got really long. Question number six. Is would this be better as a musical? God, no. <laughs> Zach. Don't. If you say hear me out, now, I'm going to reach through this computer and punch you in the face. Listen, I don't, you can't tell me that with the success of something like Beetlejuice, for example, Ugh. that you couldn't make a kick butt Ghostbusters musical. I guess. Oh, there dang it. That's a actually a really good Ghostbusters point. Ghostbusters musical? Come that on. That actually is a good point. You know Dance. you want to see Alex Brightman play either Dr. Egon Spangler or a Slimer. Who are the... Who and are you the, know you want to see now, hang Alex on. Brightman play a Slimer. Who are the ideal... Who is getting cast as the four? Not a single clue. Alex Brightman. <laughs> Alex Brightman is Dan Aykroyd. He's Stance. Who's our I hot one? I kind of want... Ooh, hot one is hard. Because it's got to be... It Bill can't Murray? be like actual hot Broadway people, right? It's got to be like... No, this can't, it absolutely cannot be like a Jeremy no, Jordan and Little not. Shop of Horrors kind of thing. He cannot get his mitts anywhere near this. No, you, you can only be hot by nature of being next to everybody else in this musical. Oh, let's, Lynn. 
Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> oh, no. Now this is a Lin-Manuel Miranda joint? Oh, no. <laughs> this can be, like, the first one he didn't write. Because I don't know that I he should write that ghost one. Ghostbuster, I'm busting ghosts. <laughs> That's the whole musical. You, you cannot, he can't be in it and not rap. I'm not saying that that's what I want in my Ghostbusters. Like, he I'm will. saying it will happen. He will. He won't be able it's to required. not do it. I'm trying to think who else. Do you think Anthony Ramos would make a good Ghostbuster? No, he's too hot. He's so he is hot. Way too hot. <laughs> he is so hot. Are you kidding I me? I think actually, I think Alex Brightman is probably your uh, probably your Venkman. He's your like fun, yeah. charming fella. Yes. And then you just need people. Who, you need like a Josh Gad. Yes, like Josh that Gad's kind of a good guy. one. He could be a good be Rick Moranis. Oh, he would be, be a, a really good Rick Moranis. Moranis. Um, he could totally be the key master. Mm-hmm. He would be so oh, good. That would be so funny. I'm really into that. That would be so funny. Guys, get <laughs> somebody get a hold of him. Listen, I'm not a casting director for a reason. I just think there's definitely a good Ghostbusters musical in I, the world. I think you've actually convinced me this time. Right? Come on. If Beetlejuice exists, Ghostbusters yeah. should exist. Yeah. Beetlejuice is a pretty damning art argument. It's very good. It's a very good musical. Because Beetlejuice is actually very good. It's a very I resisted it for a while just because it was so different from the movie. I didn't want it to be good. So I was like, but I like (laughs) But it's really good. The music is really really good. good. (laughs) I didn't want to like it either, but here we are. I didn't want to admit Dead Mom was a slapper, but it sure is. It's so good. A slapper. Hey, mom. Are you my my mom a slapper? Dead Mom. (laughs) Ghostbusters the musical. Banking it right now. All right. We need to figure out a way that just by saying these things out loud that we can have partial ownership of them. Because if we keep saying them, one of them is going to hit and then we're going to be rich. Patent pending. Uh, Trademark. Can we say it's pending? And that way, it's just like tra- like trademark pending. Yeah. I don't think we can get a patent on a Ghostbusters musical. I don't see why not. Well, that's not really what patents. I are don't for. know the difference, <laughs> so you can't. Patents tell me. are for inventions. Uh, trademarks are for other stuff. <laughs> for other stuff. That's wow, why, that's a really good. That's why all of your like you. midnight like QVC stuff. It's like patent pending because we've invented it we just haven't actually officially proven that we're the ones that came up with <laughs> we're it. just waiting to see or if that we're it's actually the enough first from other person products. who came up with this yeah we're trying to get a patent on it to prove that it's our thing but also we haven't we're yet. doing our so... best okay but it'd be great if you would still buy a slap shop <laughs> no but slap yeah that's uh, i think this is one of the few i actually don't think musical. you've ever convinced me before but i'm yeah i'm with it Ghostbusters the musical. It'd be kind of cool. I'd see it. We're going to make a million dollars. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Only one million, though. Yeah. Well, it's listen, not going to do that great. Made a million I can't imagine there's like an insane amount of crossover between like musical theater fans and like crazy big Ghostbuster fans. How much crossover? You think there's less crossover there than musical theater fans and Beetlejuice fans? Yes. I think that's Beetlejuice is for weird people. <laughs> but Ghostbusters is infinitely more famous. We just yeah, talked about fair. how nobody doesn't like Ghostbusters. That's fair. That's fair. All musical theater fans like Ghostbusters think, okay, at least a little bit I because mean everybody is, does. Who's going to be clamoring for it, you know? Nobody's going to be like, I think, yeah. I think if you tomorrow said, hey, Alex Brightman is starring in a new 
Ghostbusters musical that drops 2024, I think you would sell out until 2026. God, it would. Like, this is the greatest thing that has ever happened. It. It's going to be right. so dope. God, it's, it would this be, musical it would is going to be. Really be fun. Alex Brightman, if we ever hear this, Josh Gad. <laughs> Anybody. Josh Gad as whatever that silly little Rick Moranis silly little name. man. That's the only one that I don't remember the name because all the other names are dope, but Rick Moranis is just Rick Moranis. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Ghostbusters the musical. Someday it's going to be it's going to be It's going to happen. Million dollars. So we go to question number 7 and question number 7 is what do you rate this film? Emily, you get to go first okay. this time. What do you rate this film? I rated this film on a scale of the coolest spook, specter, or ghost. Ooh. So on the bottom end of the scale, we've got old lady shushing people in a library. Like, it's like, it's... Yeah. It, nothing wrong with it. Like, respectfully, uh, live your life. But just <laughs> not that... Just not that interesting. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> top of the list... Is giant marshmallow man? It's the Stay Puft marshmallow. It's the Stay Puft marshmallow man. Talk about at can all. I can I just say while we're here? I for Please. the longest time up until I actually saw the movie, I thought that straight up was just the Michelin Man. Funny, yeah. So uh, like he it, specifically is designed to look like part the Michelin Man, part the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's so funny. And they put a fun little sailor's hat. That's on That's so him funny. Said, cool. It's so good. This is our guy. But yeah, we so on that, um, at the time I didn't realize he was called a Slimer. Uh, but I gave it the, <laughs> what I wrote in my notes is, I give it that one booger who's on all the merch. That one booger. Yo, well, that's the thing, is he's literally not called a Slimer in the movie. No. He's barely in the movie. And then they made a TV show, and he he just, like, I lived didn't even there know that. with them. Okay, first of all, let's, before I give my rating, let's talk about that for a second, because they made a TV show, and, like, Slimer just, like, lives at the firehouse and hangs out with them. They're How come Slimer gets to be their friend? What about They've all got the a nice whole, ghosts that they busted? they got a whole jail full of ghosts in the basement. How come Slimer just gets to hang out with them? I do not yeah, think so. Yeah, that doesn't so. seem correct at all. I do not think that should be acceptable <laughs> at all. I don't think Personally, so at all. I would have rather the old librarian lady be their friend. Or if you're going to call yourself... Okay, if I walked into Ghostbusters HQ and also there was a ghost there, yeah, I'd be that's like, not gonna I don't look think great. you guys are very good Ghostbusters. That's not going to be good for... That's not going to be a good look. I would look. assume they were pretty bad at busting ghosts. Yeah. Especially if it was a silly, comical John Belushi ghost <laughs> who, who had 98 hot dogs in his mouth. I would be like, hey, I think you guys hey, are I think bad you guys at should this do a better job, thing. maybe. I don't think that's going to function. I'm going to take my ghost busting needs elsewhere. I'm going to find some. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the spook blasters across the street. I want to see the, what they the got. The ghost breakers I heard about. I'm going to go hit them up. I heard say, they're up on the I have, <laughs> east side. <laughs> I have decided that I'm going to give this movie a five out of five. Definitely, totally correct answers by using your special mind control powers to guess what's on the backside of the card so that Bill Murray can make out with Nice. Nice. Maybe this movie just earns a Bill Murray makeout. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's deserved. But one way or another, we know it's a good movie, but we don't get to stop when we watch a good movie, mm -hmm. unfortunately. We still have to like move on with our lives. And so we go to question number eight, and question number eight is for you this week. 
I brought us Ghostbusters. Emily, what are we going to watch next So week? a long time ago, we started a series that is near and dear to my heart. And I realized that it has been a very long time. And we have not done the second one. It's been no. so long. I think I've brought the only sequels. Yeah. So I would like to bring to the table, since it was just added on Netflix very recently, uh, Great the entire series was, I would like to watch Of the Twilight Saga, New Moon. Yeah. There it is. I can't believe it is we my favorite. The new moon. No, no, no. It is my second favorite of the Twilight movies. <laughs> Breaking Dawn Part Two is the best no, one, and the that is correct. The best one, and sure. that is just simply the correct opinion. It, but this one I is my that. second favorite. <laughs> I fully, wholeheartedly believe that the last one is the best one. <sighs> I'm new so moon excited. Is the second I have a, yes. The Twilight Saga: New Moon. I'm so excited. Right. I haven't watched it in many years. Let's do this thing. Back into back into the sparkly vampire nightmare. Have fun with the fan fiction. I know. <laughs> I'm already thinking about it's it. It's gonna be bad. Maybe, I wonder it's if gonna I can be just bad. find the thing that led us to Fifty Shades of Grey. I wonder if I can find the original Fifty Shades of. Sparkly. I think you can. You. I think it's I'm still sure out it's there somewhere. That's. This is gonna be the only time it's hard to search for fan fiction because everything is just gonna be about look. Did you know that Fifty Shades of Grey is a Twilight fan? Yeah, everybody knows, knows, guys. We all know that. Everybody knows. It's not a fun fact anymore. It's just a thing people know. fan fiction. I gave you Ghostbusters, and there were nice, like, I want to be a Ghostbuster, too. Now I got to get Twilight. Yeah, you're going to have a rough time, buddy. Vampires and werewolves. Um, Yeah. Edward has a werewolf baby in him. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He's dead. He can't have a baby in him. He's a dead dude. And this one. He can't have a baby. Edward and Jacob and Bella are a throuple. And they're all pregnant. Of course they are. (laughs) And for some reason. Everyone is pregnant. It can't be how it works. It is a deep fascination with fan fiction that just everyone that is. Everyone be pregnant. Maybe the internet was a bad idea. (laughs) You're just now thinking that? Yeah. (laughs) It's just now coming up. I've just decided. Well. Twilight fan fiction like is what like pushed you over the edge. Yes. I mean, yes, I mean, to be, be fair, that is a that is not a great not a great one. But <laughs> fortunately, I have at least a couple more days to live in the uh, the <laughs> the nice years of my life before I have to look up a bunch of Twilight fan fiction where I can just remember the good times watching Ghostbusters. But I wish you the best of luck. <sighs> Thank you. I appreciated it. Uh, but. No matter what the quality of the movie or the quality of the fan fiction, uh, we are going to make sure we do our due diligence. I'm going to find you whatever gross and horrible things that the internet has to offer. Whatever these may be, we're going to make sure we do our jobs, I suppose. I I'm getting more and more like afraid of it as I'm trying to do this <laughs> outro. <laughs> the fears of, oh, just you wait. But no matter how, how terrified I am, I'm going to make sure I do the Lord's work out here and find us good stuff. And we're going to make sure we ask and answer all of our questions. But most importantly, we're going to answer our number one most important question of all. It's what did we just watch? It's what did we just watch? What did we just watch?